one of the things I love about the Bible is that it is not just a book of random moral teachings, though the Bible is morally instructive. It is a book that has the power of inspiration, and because it is inspired of God, inspired by God, uh, God's Spirit is working in and through the Bible uh, to instruct our human spirits. And so there's this beautiful synergy between the Holy Spirit of God and the human spirit of man, where the Word speaks into our hearts and is very much food for our souls. And so that's one of the things that I most love about the Bible. Um, I love the teachings of Jesus uh, in the Gospels. And one of the most um, moving passages of Scripture in the New Testament uh, is in Luke's Gospel in chapter 6. Chapter 6 mirrors a lot of the teachings that would be found in uh, Jesus' teachings in Matthew, commonly called the Sermon on the Mount. And uh, Luke 6 is kind of where some of those teachings appear. Uh, But the chapter begins with an interesting encounter between Jesus, his companions, and some of the religious teachers. The New Testament calls them the Pharisees. Uh, The Pharisees were a strict, very zealous religious sect uh, that had a strict adherence to not just the teachings of the law, but also to the added teachings, uh, the burdensome teachings that were heaped on top of what the Torah would expect. And so here's an encounter between Jesus and these people. And uh, I think it's very instructive of who Jesus was and the approach that he took with challenging personalities. And so Uh, The takeaway (laughs) for us today is that when we encounter challenging personalities, uh, perhaps the best thing uh, to do is to confront uh, their fallacies head on. And so let's read about what Jesus does in this encounter. This is uh, Luke chapter 6, verses 1 through 11. One Sabbath, Jesus was going through the grain fields, and his disciples began to pick some heads of grain rub them in their hands, and eat the kernels. Some of the Pharisees asked, Why are you doing what is unlawful on the Sabbath? Now, uh, let's stop there, because uh, the reason the Pharisees were triggered by this action of Jesus' disciples is that uh, any work uh, during the Sabbath was prohibited, and their picking of heads of grain and rubbing them in their hands so that the kernels would be revealed would be viewed in some very legalistic way as work, (laughs) as agricultural work, as harvesting, and as um, preparing the grain. And so you have to get into the mindset of the Pharisees and try to see this uh, event from their very legalistic Uh, viewpoint. And Jesus' response to them is classic. He says, have you never read what David did when he and his companions were hungry? He entered the house of God and taking the consecrated bread, he ate what is lawful only for priests to eat. And he also gave some to his companions. Then Jesus said to them, 
the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. Now he's really, really engaging them on a deeply theological level that would anger them by saying that the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath, and also by comparing himself to David. Uh, he's putting himself into a category that uh, they would recognize. He is very clearly saying that he is the Messiah, the anointed one of God. And to compare uh, his actions or the actions of his disciples with uh, David, who was the well-regarded king of Israel, uh, was an offense enough. But then to make this very bold claim that he's the Messiah would have set them off. Uh, The chapter continues. On another Sabbath, he went into the synagogue and was teaching. And a man was there whose right hand was shriveled. The Pharisees and the teachers of the law were looking for a reason to accuse Jesus, so they watched him closely to see if he would heal on the Sabbath. But Jesus knew what they were thinking and said to the man with the shriveled hand, Get up and stand in front of everyone. So he got up and stood there. Then Jesus said to them, I ask you, which is lawful on the Sabbath, to do good or to do evil, to save a life or to destroy it? He looked around at all of them and then said to the man, stretch out your hand. He did so, and his hand was completely restored. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law were furious and began to discuss with one another what they might do to Jesus. Very interesting teaching, a couple of very interesting encounters, and clearly Jesus was triggering Uh, some alarm bells for these teachers of the law. I think their criticism and their reaction to his teachings and to his actions uh, signals that they were threatened by him and signals that they uh, may have wondered uh, if this man, if this teacher, Jesus, could be the Messiah. Uh, I love how Jesus confronts their legalism, and I love how he confronts their reaction by forcing the issue back on them. When it came to the man who was in need of healing, he turned the question on them. What's the right thing to do in this situation? Yes, it's the Sabbath, but would it not be lawful for good to be done on the Sabbath? And so he forced them not to look at the situation and only have one option, which would be to judge what he was about to do. But he turned it on them to look within their own hearts to determine what they thought would be best as well. I love Jesus' boldness. He moved forward with uh, healing this man and doing the good thing on the Sabbath. And that obviously set the Pharisees and teachers of the law off. And they began to plot how they might get rid of Jesus. And so you look at this chapter, and we're 11 verses in, and already we see uh, powerful things about the person of Jesus standing out for us. We need to remember that uh, in our own living, in our own confrontations with difficult people, we are to mirror the way that our Savior would respond the way that Jesus would respond. And then we're to lean into his provision, lean into Jesus for the resources that we need to tackle these difficult confrontations. 
Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. Lord Jesus, we love you. We thank you for your example. Help us to live as you do in this world. Help us to follow your example. Empower us with your spirit uh, to respond to difficult personalities the way that you did and the way that you would. Uh, Inform our response, Lord God. Empower our response uh, that what we do, what we say, and what we think would more and more look and sound like you. We love you, Lord. In your name we pray. Amen.